Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. of talk now on talk radio 1210 wpht rich zioli well Forty willis is on the stand and it was a brutal day today for nathan wade her boyfriend it's just been ugly as the uh phone county prosecutor uh, yeah no she was uh she was stripping him yeah she was stripping him when she hired him not a good look. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So I think the case against uh, Donald Trump in Fulton County, Georgia is over. As I've been telling you, it's over for weeks and weeks and weeks. But that doesn't mean that, that Trump is out of the woods, of course, because you have another uh, lunatic prosecutor in New York named Alvin Bragg. Um, that trial against Donald Trump now has a start date of March 25th. So. They keep coming at him, and what they don't understand is that as they keep coming, he keeps getting stronger and stronger, and they don't seem to understand that, do they? They don't seem to get that. It was funny. I was I had uh, a beer with a buddy of mine the other night who wasn't a huge Trump guy, you know, in 2020 or 2016, I should say, but he said he is he's gonna he's gonna walk over fire this time around because he's so angry at what they are doing to him, so angry at what they are doing to him. That he said, I got to do something. I got to I got to do something about it. And he's right. You know, and I think that th- that sentiment is something that everybody's seeing. But let's uh, recap what happened today so far in this whole thing. The reason why this uh, court hearing is happening is there's a guy named Mike Roman who's been on the show before. Sued and said, listen, you know, he's one of the people named as a defendant in the Georgia case in Fulton County. He said, listen, I think that the prosecutor. And the guy that she brought on to help with the prosecution are lovers. They've been taking trips together, and this is a conflict of interest, and I want the case tossed. I want the case thrown out. The judge agreed that there's merit to that basis in order to have a hearing. And that's what today is. It's a hearing to determine if there is a conflict of interest. Now, today on the stand, Nathan Wade admitted that, yes, he slept with Fawny Willis. The question, of course, is did he sleep with her before she hired him? And by all indications, the answer to that seems to be a gigantic yes, though he's dancing around this in a big, big way. 
the argument that Fonnie Willis is making is, look, if I hired the guy and then in the course of our relationship together, you know, we knocked boots. All right. It happens. You know what I mean? People fall in love with the workplace. And what are you going to do? All right. Um, that's not a conflict of interest because when I brought him on, he was just a prosecutor. And then in the course of it, like like the show Legal Eagles or the movie Legal Eagles, I forget. I think it was a movie. Uh, we fell in love. And it's the stuff of, uh, of of romance. And now you can't say there's a conflict of interest because we were just friends when this whole thing started. When I brought him on and paid him $700,000 in this entire thing. Um, or she was uh, with him beforehand and brought him on because she was with him beforehand. And she was also benefiting, benefiting from that financial fact because they would take trips together. Even though he, she apparently would reimburse Nathan Wade in cash, cash money. Let's uh, pop it. We might uh, jump in here a little bit and hear some of the cross-examination of Fawny Willis as this is going on uh, live right now. Because I want to hear her confess to the fact that she had an affair with Nathan Wade. I want to hear her confess and say all these things. And this is the top of the, the big story of the day today brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria. VenariaDental.com. V-A-N-A-R-I-A. VenariaDental.com. So she's right now taking the oath to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But I don't know if she's going to because the two of them might have agreed that they will both say they didn't sleep together prior to him getting hired and then, you know, swear on a stack with to each other that they didn't do this. But the problem for her is that she's got a roommate, a former roommate, who says that they absolutely were together prior to 2019. Anyway, let's uh, let's jump in here and take a quick uh, listen. Um, it only made sense to me that I would be your next witness. And I've been very anxious to have this conversation with you today. So I ran to the courtroom. So as soon as um, you heard that Mr. Wade was done testifying, that's when you just assumed you would be the next witness? It only makes sense. Um, did you listen to any of the testimony? I've been in my office pacing, ma'am. Okay. Um, did you listen to any of the arguments? I did hear the, the arguments this morning. It's ridiculous to me that the... You lied on Monday, and yet here we still are. And I did listen to that argument. Um, um, all right, so that was it, just the argument, no testimony. Right, I listened to the argument this morning where Adam Abadi, I thought, did an excellent job pointing out how dishonest you were with the court on Monday. And um, I'm actually surprised that the hearing continued. But since it did, here I am. Great. Um, so let's talk about first let's just talk about what you did in preparation for today um did you meet with mr wade at all once the mo- once the motion was filed did you meet with mr wade and talk to him about the motion that i filed to disqualify you on january this first january motion yes i don't know if you could say talked about um i probably had some choice words about some of the things that you said that were dishonest within this motion so i don't know that it was a conversation as you know mr wade is a southern gentleman me not so much a southern gentleman was did you have a conversation i didn't have a substantive conversation you did not i read this motion skimmed it more up so and um i've probably said some choice things to him about some of the lies they were told okay and then printed in the media because you know we used to be in a day and time where you had 60 minutes and people did stories and they verified information um and you had this great reporting but it seems today that a lawyer writes a lie and then it's printed for all of the world to see 
Well, I just want to make sure that you answer the question I asked, though. So my question was... I'm going to have to Overrule, Mr. Blatter. Um, I told you what happened. I read the motion. I am sure I told him what my opinion of it is. Okay. And past that, we had no substantive conversation. You did not. Okay. Is there um, something you didn't understand? No, I just wanted to make sure that, that okay. you did not have a meeting with him in the conference room to discuss the motion. Right, next question, Ms. No. Merchant. So in the, in the conference room of my office, within this week, you produced some financial document. That financial document was given to me, some thing, and I'm not even sure it was given it to him by me. The question, of course, is did they collude in their testimony? Um, and I think he showed Two lovers who both said, all right, listen, we're going we're to both go in there and say we didn't sleep together. I would not have, I don't and think I have any... Nobody can prove that we did, so it's our word against there. That's the question. Did they did they um, chat about this prior to taking the stand um, today? Since you filed the motion, but they wouldn't be substantive to this. He sent me uh, very nice uh, sermons that that have been done, and so we've had conversations about. Did you listen to that sermon? You, you know, things of that nature. And I would say they were in relationship to this because I think he did it to be kind. Um, let's start back in 2019. Yep. So, um, you and Mr. Wade met in October 2019 at a conference? That is correct. Okay. And I think in one of your motions, you tried to implicate I slept with him at that conference, which I find to be extremely offensive. I stayed at that conference. Mr. Wade was my teacher. I did not meet him. When he Hot for class. teacher. I was standing outside talking to Lisa Reeves. There's a song for you, Henry. Me and her were Van Halen, Hot for Teacher. Mr. Wade, teacher. And they hug each other. They have some brief conversation. She introduces us. No? You don't like that song? You can talk. It's okay. This is. I can't play it. Why? It says the F word. I agree. Right in the beginning. Is the teacher going to look like this year? Ms. Merchant, that's okay. Mm. I can handle it. Ms. Willis, I'll ask you just listen to the answer. Or excuse me, the question. They don't have a uh, radio-friendly version. They must have a radio-friendly version, right? On, I, I mean, I only heard that song really on the radio. And on the, I believe it was on the album For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Am I correct about that? And I take exception to it. All right, well, Ms. Willis, she'll be, have the opportunity to explain all of that when it's the state's turn. She's very upset that she has to answer these questions. Very upset. So, again, my question was, you all met at that conference, though, right? We did. The meeting. He, as I stated, it's 2019 the now. Class. Did, did they sleep together in 2019? I walked out of the class, and I'm not sure if it was that exact class or we had went to lunch, but we were standing in the vestibule, like outside of the class. Me and Judge Reeves were having a conversation. She had worked at a law firm I worked at. Back in 1996, we're getting way afar. I mean, I don't mind her explaining yeah, no, her answers, but I literally just asked. Yeah, we, like I don't need to know if you had a salad with him at lunch. It's irrelevant. Come on, Miss Merchant. Miss Merchant, if you want more concise answers. Perhaps you could lead the witness. I will. Thank you, Judge. Um, isn't it Go true ahead. that you met Mr. Wade in October 2019 at a judge's conference? We haven't gotten to the point where Ms. Willis should be treated hostile. I think we well, have. I very much want to be here, so I'm not a hostile witness. I very much want to be not here. Not so much that you're hostile, Ms. Willis. It'd be an adverse witness. Your interests are opposed to Ms. Merchant's. You're, you're mean, though. Uh, cranky. Contrary to democracy, Your Honor, not to mine. We can keep things moving. Ms. Murphy, next question, please. Um, okay, so we've confirmed when you met. Um, after that, isn't it true? No, I, I need to explain this, and I think I get to explain my answers. When I met him, Judge Reeves introduced us. 
All right, let, let, you can me his business card. lower it a little sure bit for a second here. So she's stalling as much as possible here because she doesn't want to admit the obvious, which is that they slept together prior to her hiring him. Bottom line. And she does not want to answer that question. So she's 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 stalling. All right, go ahead. Pot it up. You are Robin Yerdy. I know her as Robin Bryant. I, I knew her. Uh, so. Robin did not go to my college. She went to the college of, uh, I went to Howard University. She went to Morgan State. Uh, I met her through some people I knew. Um, In college, we hung out a bit, not much because she was in Baltimore and I was in Washington, DC, Um, but we hung out a bit. After college, I lost contact with her. I probably didn't see Robin again until maybe seven or eight years ago, a chance meeting here in Atlanta but we did not have a consistent relationship from when I left college and came to Emory Law School here in Atlanta. But I, eight to 10 years ago, um, just by happenstance, I ran into her. So she was in Atlanta. You have been friends with Robin for 30 something years. Did you hear my answer, madam? Yes, and I'm asking if you've been friends with her for 30 something years. I've known her for 30 something years. This is the woman who testified that, yes, there was a Um, relationship going back as far as 2019. Uh, Wasn't close, but she was certainly in the girlfriends that partied together. Um, And then, like I said, I ran into her about 10 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia. So we didn't talk throughout that time period. I didn't see her. I didn't even know where she was. When I ran into her, I was surprised she was in Atlanta. And so, yes, I have known her probably since 1990, 1991, but we have not maintained a consistent relationship that whole time. For the last 10 years or five, whatever you'd like to classify it as, have you been friends with her? I have not spoken to Robin in um, over a year. I certainly do not consider her a friend now. Um, I think that she... But they were friends in 2019. You know... And that's when she said Fawny Willis was knocking boots with Nathan Wade. Trade our friendship. So let's narrow it down the timeline now. So my questions are going to be from the time period of 2019 until she no longer was employed for you. The last time you all talked. So all of my next questions are just focused on that time frame. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Up until she left your office. Yes, ma'am. During 2019, you all were friends, correct? Yes, we knew each other in 2019. During 2020, you all were friends, correct? We were, we knew, yes, we were friends during that time period. During 2021, you all were friends, correct? Yes. Okay. And such good friends that when you needed a place to stay, you asked her if you could take over her lease. That's a lie. You did that's not, not move the, into her apartment? I did, but that's not the way you characterize it is wrong. I asked if you asked if you could take over her lease. Did I did you? not ask if I could take over her lease. Did you move into her apartment? I moved into her condo in April of 21. The circumstances around that were that Robin met her husband. They wanted to move into another and separate place. She wanted to get rid of her condo. My father was living with me at the house. Because of this case and because of my stance on gangs, my life was being threatened regularly. My father urged me to leave our home. At the same time, as luck would have it, Robin wanted to give up her lease because she wanted to move in with this new man she met who eventually became her husband. And so as life circumstances work, my dad was begging me to leave the house. He was afraid for me, afraid for his grandchildren. She wanted someone to take over her lease so that she didn't you know, have to pay a fee or get abandoned. And so I don't remember when, but probably March or April of 21, I move in and take over her lease. 
And did you pay her, her or did you pay the um, leasing agent? No, I don't even know who the leasing agent was. I paid her. You paid her. Did you pay her cash or did you use card? Um, there were some times that I would give her cash, and there, but mostly I paid her. Let me do this. Let's uh, pop that down a little bit. Let, let me play for you the clip of her friend who is the subject of this right now, um, who says that the relationship with Nathan Wade began prior to um, Bonnie Willis hiring him. Uh, cut two. Got it, Matt? Is it not working? And do you understand it, that their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her? Yes. Okay, yes. All right, so that's key. I mean, it's just a yes. They had a relationship. And Matt, see if you can find a longer version of that, too, if, you, if you'd be so kind. But that's, that's the epicenter of it, right? That she, this woman right now who's at the center of this friendship with Fawny Willis, did, did they have a relationship Nathan Wade and the district attorney in 2019. The timeline is essential here because if they did and she hired him, that is a direct conflict of interest. It it may not be as clear if they fell in love at the workplace after he was brought on the case. It may not. I I don't know. I mean, that's really a a determination a judge makes. I think you can make an argument either way. But what would be 100% clear with no gray area whatsoever is that if she hired her lover to be the prosecutor on this case to go after Donald Trump. If she hired her lover, that is an absolute 100% conflict of interest. No no gray area about that. There's no gray area whatsoever. Again, I, I still, my personal opinion is that even if they met at the workplace, or I should say, even if their relationship got physical at the workplace, it's still a conflict of interest and she should be taken off the case. Because they were traveling together and trips and everything else. And I don't buy this whole idea that they, you know, she paid her own way and he paid his own way. And I think I think the whole thing is a scam. But the judge may not see it that way. Judge may say people fall in love with the workplace all the time. But if it is a fact, an undisputed fact that she was sleeping with Nathan Wade prior to the start of this case, then there is no question. It is a conflict of interest. There's no gray area, no ambiguity. No challenge, no appeal, no opinion. It just is. So that's what's at the heart of this right now. We know they slept together. I mean, Nathan Wade answered that. He has the clip that I just sent you, by the way, Matt. Is that the same clip that you have on the show sheet? I don't know if that's exactly the same. Um, I just sent you one like a second ago or two. Uh, hold on, I'm loading okay. it up now. Um, I do have a longer version of Robin Yurdy heard. Okay, let's take a listen to that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, do you know if Miss Willis and Mr. Wade started dating in October of 2019? I don't know if it was October of 2019. Could it possibly be November of 2019? Could possibly. Okay. And when we spoke, you said it was shortly after the municipal court conference, though, correct? Yes. Okay. So you know that their relationship, their personal relationship, began shortly after this municipal court conference? Yes. And when I say personal, romantic. Is that, is, I just want to make sure we don't get in an argument over what personal and romantic is later. When I ask you personal, do you take that to mean romantic? Yes. And do you understand it? that their relationship began in 2019 and continued until the last time you spoke with her. Yes. Okay. 
Now, if that is true, what she's saying, if that is in fact true, then there's no gray area whatsoever. Fanny, Fawny Willis and Nathan Wade were knocking boots and she never should have brought them on the case, period. End of story. And that's the end of it. All right. Now. The reason why it's relevant. Her credibility is because obviously the two of them are going to say the same story. Nathan Wade and Fawny Willis are both going to say that the first time they ever had sex was after she had already brought him on and they fell in love at work. And it just so happens to be, you know, who do you covet? You covet the people you see every day. What's that line from Silence of the Lambs, right? And so it's going to be a matter of credibility. Do you believe this witness or do you believe Fawny Willis and Nathan Wade? And there's a lot of things that Nathan Wade has danced around and lied about. And it's really problematic here. A lot of it. But here's the word salad of him responding to the fact that, yes, he had sex with Fawny Willis. Again, this is the prosecutor brought on to go after Donald Trump in a RICO case where he's made approximately $700,000 of taxpayer money in this uh, whole thing. This is what he said. I might. The way it has been characterized in, for example, the response of the state, and I believe in your affidavit, is there's a difference between a personal relationship and a professional relationship. Correct? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm not talking about a professional relationship. I'm talking about a personal relationship. Have you had a personal relationship at all? And you know what I mean by that. After the summer of 2023. Are you asking me if I had intercourse with the district attorney? I, I was trying not to, but I, I guess the if you're going to characterize it as that, the answer would be? The answer would be no. So... It's been purely professional since the summer of 2023. So, so that's where we're having issues. Um, okay, I, you'll have to explain because I don't know what the issue would be. No, I, I will explain to Thank you. You. Um, the, the, you say personal. Um, we're very good friends, probably closer than ever because of these attacks. But if you're asking me about specific intercourse the answer is no how about if i change it from intercourse to romantic no okay now that's a word salad answer here's another word salad answer that he gives saying that he did have sex with her take a listen period of separation which included up to may the 30th of 2023 isn't that correct sir my answer to this interrogatory is none. Is none. So you're saying that you did not have sexual relationships with anyone uh, outside of your marriage, and the period of separation is during the period that you're answering the question to this interrogatory, correct, sir? I'm saying during the course of my marriage, I did not have sexual relations to anyone, and this answer is no. Well, again, Your Honor, I, I need to, You can proceed, Mr. I need to. We need a yes or no. <clears throat> Let's just get down to it. Did you or did you not, by May the 30th, 2023, have had sexual relations with Miss Willis, yes or no? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Now, what you did is you answered no to that question, didn't you or not, correct? I didn't answer no to the question you just asked. I answered no to the interrogatory question. And the interrogatory stands uh, that you answered as a pleading in a in a, uh, in a in a civil proceeding, your divorce case, right? Yes. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> excuse me. 
The next interrogatory, let's move there. All right, so they, thank you, that Matt. So basically, we know that they're sleeping together. We know that they have been sleeping together. The question, of course, is when did it start? And then who paid for what? And whether or not that really she was paying her own way and he was paying his own way and all these things. It's murky. It's ugly. And what I can tell you is it's over. The case is over. Even an MSNBC legal analyst just said that. And I'll share that with you upon my return. This is going to be a fun day. <laughs> really fun day. I'm enjoy- I, I am thoroughly enjoying this. I really am. I'm enjoying watching the destruction of these two people uh, in, in, a, in a glorious, glorious way. Because they had no business whatsoever going after Donald Trump in the manner which they did. It was an overzealous prosecution. And now the fact is that these two people who were completely unethical, and I don't care what they did sexually together. And if they were private citizens, I wouldn't give a damn. But she's the elected district attorney who ran on a platform of not having sex with anyone she worked with. And she brought on her lover who was not qualified to do the job. He was not qualified to be that prosecutor. And then the taxpayers paid for all their little trips and soirees and everything else. And I've got a huge problem with that. And I think everybody should. And I think the case is over. So we'll talk about all of this today. It's going to be a busy one. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Don't go away. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Thank you, Henry, for finding the radio-friendly version. I just had to skip the uh, the sweet drum intro. I appreciate that. Uh, I know Kevin, Kevin Pulse pointing out this was not on the album for unlawful carnal knowledge. However, I think that saying that album was particularly relevant given the case we're talking about right now for unlawful carnal knowledge. Uh, anyway, the, um, the actual Hoffer teacher was with David Lee Roth back in 1984 and, um, for unlawful carnal knowledge was 1995 ish with Sammy Hagar. Say clarification there as we do our social media check-in. Uh, Melanie Melanie says, Rich, the fa- the funny case is like a car wreck. You can't look away. Earbuds in all day at work listening. State stumbling with insane objections. She better go down. She is going down. And as Mark Robson, 88, said, these answers sound like the definition of what is, is. Yes, 100%. This is kind of boring right now. They're talking about reimbursements and money and blah, blah, blah. Um, we will, I mean, we're going to jump back in and no point, no doubt, but I just want to play you an MSNBC legal analyst here. Cause I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, sure, Rich, you, Mr. Conservative talk radio star, you think the case is dead. What about the wackos on MSNBC? What do they think? Well, here's federal and white collar defense attorney, Caroline Polisi and, uh, <laughs> cut number five. Legalistic centric and yet so important and fascinating. Right. Don't let the legalese fool you. This is epic. 
epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think, uh, Fonnie Willis lied to the court, it's game over for her. She will be disqualified. Um, if they had a relationship prior to when they uh, represented to, to the court, it's, it's a huge deal. I, I can't overstate it. You don't have to overstate it because it's a huge deal. Uh, she's exactly correct. It is a huge, huge deal. Here is uh, Terrence Bradley. This is Nathan Wade's law partner who informed the court that the National Bar Association gave him legal advice on how not to answer questions on Fawny Willis and Nathan Wade. Uh, because if, if you don't think this is corruption at the highest level, I got a I got a bridge to sell you. Uh, cut number four. Refer to what I was told by the bar. that rule 1.6 of confidentiality applies and that I would be asking for an immediate review by the Supreme Court. Sure, but applies to what? Any communications is what the person at the bar told us. Any communications? So he, like he, did, he did not qualify. To Mr. Wade, that's covered. Well, Judge, I, I don't know. Um, he didn't go into those specifics, um, but this is what was told. This is what was told, that he sought counsel on how to lie, basically, how to avoid answering these questions. Here's here's my guess, right? My guess is that they're both going to say that they didn't sleep together, even though all of the evidence points to the fact that they did. And there's going to be enough murkiness here because of all the timelines in terms of cash for this and cash for that and whether they were traveling together and, and that that. It's going to be obvious the judge is going to say there's a, there's a conflict of interest here. And then possibly, you know, potentially they might have perjured themselves, which is a crime, obviously. No question about it. But I think this case is over. There's so much ambiguity here and enough reason for them to think, I mean, a reasonable person to assume that they would be lying about their relationship status and that they were because it was he was married and she would ultimately bring him on the payroll. When she literally, I should point out, ran on a platform of telling people that she would never do this. I mean, this is from 2020. This is Fawny Willis speaking with the Atlanta Voice, cut number six. Because they deserve a DA that won't have sex with his employees. Because they deserve a DA that won't put money in their own pocket when it should go to benefit children. Because we deserve better. Okay, so if, in fact, they did have a DA who was having sex with her employees or her consultants or whatever, I mean, that's not good. Not good. And it's not only politically bad, but there's also an ethical, huge ethical problem here with this. So even if the two of them are thick as thieves in lying about the actual timeline, if you can put together enough where a reasonable person can say, we can think we we can assume you guys were probably more than just friends in 2019. There, you're off the case. That's how I see this playing out. I really do. I, I that's how I see this playing out because we know that they are were together. It's just a matter of when. And I think there's just enough. There's so much gray area here that a judge is going to have to say, "Look, th th this is a conflict. You're off. You're you're done. You're off the case." Because in my opinion. And again, this is just me. And I don't care what consenting adults do in their personal lives, but she's a public figure who's elected by the people. And 
she took an oath and she made a promise as a politician also. But then to bring on a guy to be a prosecutor who was not qualified to be that prosecutor. Like, I'm happy that she picked Nathan Wade. I personally am because he's not qualified. He's not up to the job. He was a guy dealing with municipal traffic tickets and things like that. So, I mean, selfishly, from my perspective, I'm thrilled that she picked Nathan Wade because he's a terrible prosecutor. I wouldn't want her picking a good prosecutor. But her job would be to pick someone who's supremely qualified for that job. This is a a case where you're going after a former president on this novel election fraud RICO theory. You need an experienced prosecutor who has experience going after RICO cases, who has brought down drug drug uh, drug gangs or, or or the mob or corporations that engage in, in you need somebody with that kind of experience nathan wade had ungats as we say in that department nothing so well i'm happy about that as a trump supporter i'm happy that the guy was not up to the job she had an obligation to her office and to the taxpayers to bring in the highest quality people for this case and she did not do that because she was obviously romantically linked to him or wanted to be and thought maybe by giving him the job that he would, uh, you know, fall prey to her charms. Either way, it stinks. It stinks. And, you know, it's one thing to say, look, I like you, you like me, but we're in the middle of this case here and we're trying to bring down the former president of the United States of America. So as much as I like you and you like me, we're going to have to put this off until the trial concludes. And then when we get our guilty verdict, we can have sex right on this conference room table and celebrate and pop the champagne corks. But until that time, uh, we have to remain friends because it would be a conflict of interest. And I think that that's also very, very glaringly obvious. The minute that they started engaging in an affair, in my opinion, it, it transcended what is appropriate given her office. But I don't believe the argument that they fell in love at the workplace because, again, she brought this guy in without being up to the job. He didn't have the qualifications to be brought on here. He was not a, an experienced prosecutor going after RICO stuff. He dealt with municipal issues, traffic court and nonsense like that. So obviously there was a romantic linking or inkling here that led to them becoming romantic. And... The taxpayers of Fulton County deserve better. Well, look, let's face it. The taxpayers of Fulton County deserve better than Fawny Willis, and they certainly deserve better than this case. But my point is, if you are pursuing litigation, if you're pursuing a case against somebody, you have an obligation to your office to, to use the best qualified people, the most qualified people to do that. So while selfishly, like I said, I'm happy she didn't, that's not what her, 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 the oath of office she took to the people of Fulton County. That goes against the notion of that. So, you know, that alone right there, I think, is enough to disqualify her for that. Uh, 855-839-1210. Here's another strange answer. Nathan Wade was asked if he remembers paying for a cabin for him and Fawny Willis in Tennessee. This is, again, strange, strange question. And, of course, now, you know, the allegations that, that Fawny Willis may have financially benefited from this relationship with the lead prosecutor who was not qualified to be the lead prosecutor cut number three i'm asking you to go through a thousand pages of records i'm asking if you remember paying for a cabin six months ago in tennessee no you remember booking a cabin i booked lots of cabins 
Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. Come on. Come on. No. You've never gone to a cabin with Miss Willis? No. Um, that went glamping. Have you ever gone to Tennessee with Miss Willis? Yes. Okay. When was that? That was around 2022, early 2022. Early 2022? It was a, it was a, a, a day trip. Um, okay, so you didn't spend we a night. Would, so it was a day trip. Okay. We would drive there, have lunch, drive back. Um, the reason we would do that is because the attention she couldn't get any peace of mind going locally so we'd get in my car and, and drive to someplace off the beat path and have lunch and drive back okay now according to apple maps thank you <laughs> what you had it <laughs> detective desantis over here i love it i was curious all right so what does it say so Apple Maps says that right now, if you were trying to drive from Atlanta, Georgia to Tennessee, it would take you four hours and two minutes with traffic. So basically, they would sneak off for little daytime <laughs> soirees four hours away. So like eight hours of driving plus lunch. So like a nine hour lunch. Plus lunch, plus. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Yeah. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna some afternoon dinner. One of the funniest scenes in Arrested Development is when they're singing that song. Do you remember that scene? When um, Jason Bateman's singing that song with his daughter, and he's like, well, this is awkward. Remember? Do you remember that scene? That's a great show. That was a great show. You got yourself a stew. Uh, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's... Um, she she's very angry right now. She's she's Fawny Willis is very angry. She just said, I am not on trial here. I am not on trial. And she says the special prosecutor is my friend now. So I guess the romantic relationship may be over. I don't know. Who knows? But um, she's. Uh, wait, wait, here, jump in here for a second, guys, if you could go ahead. Uh, Did it end is the question. My respect for him has grown over these seven weeks of attacks. Uh, we are very good friends. I think, but for these attacks, it would have been a friendship that, as life goes, you would have stopped having. Um, I think that you have seen minute that we'll be friends to the day we die. Right. <clears throat> uh, let's. Did we just have a question? I'm. I can handle this, Seda. Let's have it. She asked about a personal relationship. She asked when the romantic relationship ended. That's the question. It sometime in, um, I'd say, late summer of 2023. So I don't believe me and um, so this is what you're really asking about. This is the salaciousness of all of this, right? No, I'm just uh, asking about your romantic relationship. When you stopped I, dating, I, asking. I, I think that me and Mr. Wade, so he's a man. He probably would say 
June or July, I would say we had a tough conversation in August. And so that men in relationships at the end of physical intimacy, women in relationships when that tough conversation takes place. And where, um, when did he come to, I guess the condo, I'm not sure what you call the condo. But actually it's a relationship expert Would he too. come and stay at that condo or visit you there? I'm sorry, visit you there. What condo? Men are, are from Mars, women are from Venus. So I'm just not saying. your house. I know you classified one as house and one as condo, so I'm trying to use those terms. Uh, Men consider relationship over when the physical ends. Women consider it over so, when the tough conversation happens. A more precise question. Yes, please give me the time period. <laughs> Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When has he ever visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear, because you lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, Judge. And this it, is, it, it is a lie. It is gonna, a lie. Right, Ms. Will, you Mr. Sena, thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Be back in five. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll come right back. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Listen, Emmons Roofing inciting my great friends at Emmons. Have you had any damage to your home with all these winter storms? Call my friends at Emmons today. Emmons has become your one-stop shop for all of your roofing, siding, windows, solar, and bathroom and kitchen remodeling. And I've used them for just about all of that. I've used Emmons, our previous home. We, they did the roof, windows, doors, siding, and then they renovated our kitchen and our bathroom for us. At our new home, they've replaced skylights for us. And they're going to be doing much um, uh, a bunch of other work as well. Emmons can install a new bathroom in as little as one day. You heard me right. One day. Have the new bathroom you want in as little as one day with minor interruption of use and minimal downtime. Trust the team at Emmons that I have used in my home for a bunch of projects. Do you have a property at the shore? Well, have the team at Emmons come out and take a look at the roof now. Because small winter leaks now can lead to big, costly repairs when the warm weather hits. Call 856-556-3229. Excuse me. Try that again. 856-556-3229 today for a free estimate online at emmonsroofing.com or visit the Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That's emmonsroofing.com. You're going you're gonna to be very happy with the work they do. Matt and Stephanie, the entire team, you can trust them. They'll do a great job for you. Tell them I sent you, emmonsroofing.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. <laughs> My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? Wait. I'm having way too much fun with this. I'm having way too much fun with this. This is great. Oh, come on. You can't turn it down now. Come on. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Yes, the end of Forney Willis's uh, case against Donald Trump. The the uh, the end is near. This is great. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break and come back. She's back on the stand. This is fantastic radio. So don't go anywhere. I do want to quickly tell you about Dr. Mike Venaria. Great friend, great guy, great dentist. My dentist, the master of dental implants. 
and he will give you the smile you deserve. So just go to VenariaDental.com, V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. He has two offices to serve you in Cinnaminson and Woodbury, both right over the bridge. And for over 10 years, he's been recognized as a top dentist by his peers. And he is the master of complicated dental work. So if you've had uh, an estimate for dental work, get a second opinion with my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria. He's an honest guy. The office is great. The staff is great. Great music playing. Uh, you will love him. And he is our family dentist. We've been using him for years. The entire family goes to Dr. Mike Venaria. And yes, Mama Zioli discovered him. So go to VenariaDental.com today. VenariaDental.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 